Genesis Absolute Rally, powered by the Kielder Works team. Cordless tools tailored for the world of motorsport. Hello everyone, welcome to Absolute Rally, episode 8, season 24. So yes, we are getting headlong into the end of the WRC season and many other seasons, uh, even including our own. And some news uh, with regards to the end of our season will be coming up in due course, I can assure you. Um, after the bumper episode last week, which kind of went on and on and on, I didn't realise until... Alistair, our producer, put it all together, just literally how long it was going to be. Hope it was okay for you. Hope you enjoyed the fact that it was a bit more of a, an extended uh, episode. Slightly different this week. We've scaled it down. We've stripped it back. If this was music, this would be an acoustic set. The reason why I say that, because it's just myself and friend of the show, John Armstrong. Hello, John. Hello, Tony, and uh, hello to all the listeners. Nice to be back on at uh, the end of my season as such. Um, well, hence yeah. why... Hence why, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, <clears throat> obviously just before we went into Spain, I had this m- massive dilemma um, of, do I get John before Spain? Do I not get John? Do we speak to Phil? Do we not speak to Phil? And because I personally, I'm super, super superstitious, if that's even a word, <laughs> um, I decided to speak to, to the JWRC media man, Seb. So he did, he gave a little bit of a preview for us. So hence why we kind of left you alone. I thought I'm going to let him focus. I'm not going to disturb him um, to give you full time of not answering stupid questions, basically. Um, with the benefits of hindsight, I wish I would have rang you now. <laughs> Just to say don't cut. <laughs> well, that was, the se- that was the second mistake. I think there's, there's a bit of... Uh... There's a bit of confusion around everything, but I'm sure we'll, we'll clear it up today. But yeah, that was the second mistake. Right. Well, because initially you literally went off. Um, and for, for, for the uninitiated here, we're talking about uh, Rally Spain. It was the, the final round of, of JWRC, which unfortunately didn't quite go according to plan for John. And he, and he didn't get the championship that we all wanted him to win to without sounding biased in any way, shape or form. Apologies <laughs> to fans of, of, of other JWRC drivers. Um, so you went off like a bull in a china shop, John, it's fair to say. The times were were mega, mega impressive. Um, easy, lazy as ever question to start with. Did you go too hard too soon? Um, it's, it's hard to say. I think Belgium went very well for us. We built a big lead on day one. Uh, and I was, I was in two minds what to do to be honest, on the Friday of Spain, because I knew I could probably, you know, just chill out and stay in touch and uh, then maybe go on a bigger attack on Saturday, which had stages that I was slightly more familiar with than I'd done previously. Um, But then I I just decided that I would focus on myself and, and go at a speed that I felt comfortable with. And on the first two stages, we weren't doing anything too crazy and we'd we managed to uh, get a 20-second lead after those, but uh, I think then that's when Sammy and his team knew that they had to go win it or bin it or else I was going to walk away with the championship as such. So then on Friday afternoon, Sammy went went at it uh, and started taking a bit of time back out of us. Okay, it, it ended up being about 16 seconds my lead at the end of the first day. So uh, it was still a bit, but it wasn't enough 
to, to relax on. Um, but I knew on Friday afternoon that the pace that Sammy had went on that, yeah, he was, he was going hell for leather to, to get us. And, uh, it's basically that's what we had to do on that rally because whoever won the rally would, would be champion. And the double point situation, uh, made it really quite clear that's what you needed to do. There was no, no way to be conservative or be smart. You just had to, had to try and win the rally. So. Yeah, I think everything was going to plan until Saturday morning, and uh, then the the fog came on the first stage on uh, Saturday morning. And okay, we were having a good run through the stage. I, I had previous knowledge of of that stage too, so I felt like I was coping well in the fog. And then one one distance between a sort of fast corner to maybe it was about 100, 140 meters between a fast corner. And then a tight corner and that 140 meters just seemed to go in very fast in the fog and I missed my breaking point for the slower corner. And, uh, then I, I tried to, to head the car towards, uh, sort of a gravel lane that was directly in front of us. Uh, but sort of missed that and ended up, ended up going between that and a grass, sort of a grass verge or, ditch between a, a field and yeah we got stuck uh so at that point i sort of had blown the blown the chance i would say um it was it, it was still Can achievable i, I was just want to say at, at that point sorry to cut across at that point where's the reset button for you because that must be you know i can only speak from personal experience but and not that i've ever been in uh, in, in that position that in, 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 at that level as it were but how would you kind of manage John at that point because we've all got we've all you know the, the Steve Peters of course sucks great you know the, the Kim Paradox and everything else how would you look after lunatic John that, that thinks he's now going to go and win the rally by going absolutely balls out flat out through every corner how do you how do you reset yourself at that point well, we'd lost a lot of time. Like I, we were, I was sat there, we were trying to get the car out and the minutes were ticking by. Uh, so I knew realistically I wasn't going to win the rally on pace because in Spain, the margins are quite low that you can, that you can win a stage by because of the nature of the road. So, uh, I guess I knew it was going to be impossible to win at that point And I was sat there just thinking, Okay, if we don't get out, then it's definitely over because I'm going to have to retire for the day. But uh, we had a lot of spectators that helped get us out, and Phil, Phil was out trying to trying to get the car out too, and we were stuck on top of some sort of concrete uh, post. Um, so Phil jacked the car up with the jack, so that it lifted lifted the car off this concrete post, and then we were able to sort of prize the car backwards, and then we got out. So. Um, it wasn't all over. Uh, okay, I knew that it was going to be more difficult from that point, but mathematically, it could still happen if we won like six of the remaining eight stages of the rally. Then it was still possible if Sammy Sammy finished second in the rally. So that's why then Saturday afternoon it, it seemed to uh go even a bit more mental from my side but we were doing doing what we needed to do which was winning the stages so uh yeah 
that that's why the other incident probably happened with the the drain on the inside of the corner but we gave it a good go i, I went out and started winning stages and, and went pretty much uh you know flat out balls to the wall whatever, whatever you want to call it and it felt quite nice to be honest like it's not often you get to do that where you're just told just go into every corner as fast as you can uh Hopefully you make it out, out the other end. And, uh, yeah, the, the mistake I made in the afternoon then was quite a small error, but it had big consequences and, and broke the front left of the, of the car and chucked us into a field. And that was that. Who's, who's talking, you know, you, you said, you know, you, you, you would, t- who's talking to you at this point, John? Who's, who's kind of saying just, you, well, now clearly he's going to have to go into every corner as fast as can and hopefully you come out the other side who's having that conversation with you um well i think deep down i know that's what i need to do personally and talking with phil we know that yeah it's still possible if we win the stages um and of course you know we're talking to people in the service area and and people who are sort of managing managing the series they they obviously they want the they want to keep the championship uh, a battle going for as long as they can so from their point of view they could see that it was still possible and they knew basically that's what I needed to do was just keep the pressure on so yeah that's what we tried to do and it didn't work out um, on on that particular stage in the afternoon of Saturday uh, it was on a new section which is on a bit more of a let's say country style road than than what normal Spanish tarmac is, is known for. Um, so there was no road markings or anything. But on that particular corner, there was a, a culvert on the inside and I had a, I had a don't cut at the start of the notes. Um, but yeah, I was just pushing so hard that when I came into the corner, my, my line was a lot earlier. Than is, that what one I wanted. The, is that one of the ones where you kind of, you, you, you know it's there and you're just hoping you come through. You kind of go, oh, yeah. you suck sort of the seat with your backside, basically. Yeah, sort of forced my hand, considering I was carrying a lot of speed and I chucked, sort of you chucked the car in a bit early to scrub the speed off. And uh, this, this culvert on the inside, it was hidden whenever you're, you know, on, on the entry of the corner. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that I have to learn from now to, to make sure that uh, it's definitely don't cut or uh, we, we come up with a couple of other suggestions but <laughs> they're, they're, uh, yeah I think uh, definitely definitely don't cut or you know don't you, you dare ima- don't you dare is a good one I like well you can imagine what the other suggestions yeah. are um, but okay uh, we, we tried our best I think the mistake that I made in the fog was was really the bad one and this mistake was still quite stupid and okay, it, it shouldn't have happened either, but it didn't matter as much at that point because we were, we were already on the back foot. Um, but yeah, then Sunday was just going out and trying to win more stages and we managed to win two more stages on Sunday, which uh, meant that we had the, the most stage wins for the season, which... Um, is a nice uh, sort of accolade to have, or whatever the word is. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not all lost, but uh, of course we're really disappointed not to uh, win the championship because 
as the season went went on, it became more clear that oh, that was very achievable for us, and we went to Spain with with that goal in mind, and everything we were doing was focused on being champions, and in the end, up it just didn't work out. So, yeah, obviously disappointed, but uh, at the same time, there's a lot of a lot of positives throughout the season to be proud of, and I think yeah, people have taken notice of the consistent performance that we've had and pace and, and everything. Um, so yeah, it's not not so bad. I was just about to say because you know I, I always say this whenever you're on. It's not just for the the benefit of obviously we've known each other for a long time. We competed against one another when I still find that really hard to believe to be honest with you, which is ten I years was, ago. I was seventeen, I think. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, you know, I've I've watched you grow. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've kind of feel like I've been on the roller coaster almost from the sidelines uh, over the over the last few years. This very much felt to me um, the culmination of all the hard work because it was the first proper proper kind of full crack at it. I suppose you, you've had without, and obviously there's been hiccups, but you know, you 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 completed the season. Um, and I suppose the, the ultimate question is, is, where does that leave you in the juniors now? Because I'm assuming, this was this your last year? Um, actually not. Wow. Uh, so I'll be 27 in December. And the, this season, the, the upper limit was 29. So it's, wow. quite, it's, quite, it's quite old, yeah, but... If I, so if basically, if I buy my time, it might actually come to 47 at some point. Yeah, it yeah. might get extended, but <laughs> that's just the nature of rallying, isn't it? It takes so long for people to, to get into a position to be in the World Championship that, uh, yeah, it it turns out the drivers are a bit older and they've got a bit more experience. Um, and that's when, when they've got the, the pace. So, so, yeah, it's quite a... An, an old age bracket but yeah I think the door is still open if I wanted to go and do it again um, but it's difficult to know if that's the right choice or not uh, of course the championship's going to rally three cars next year which is four wheel drive and that's quite quite an interesting uh, way for the championship to go I think it will be a nice series and having four wheel drive cars uh, it's a bit more manageable let's say over the the wrc stages that can get quite rough um but yeah the juniors is, is difficult it's a fantastic series but you really everything has to go your way to win the championship because i think we were probably overall the best crew um but the the double points on the last rally sort of uh, in hindsight, it it's it makes it very difficult because if you've been consistent throughout the whole season, then you still have to you still have to go absolutely at it on the last rally to to win the series, and you have to have luck on that last rally in particular because you, your drop score will will have to be a different rally than that one, and. Yeah, unfortunately, my bad rally was the last rally, which which has all the points with the double points, and uh, yeah, that really just messed us up. But It'll, okay, we knew that we knew that going into the rally, and uh, everyone knows that. So yeah, it's almost like you need a, 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 
similar to BRC, almost like the Joker, where you can play a Joker throughout the season, where you, you can do that on on any event almost. I know it's slightly different, obviously, with stage wins and stuff like that, but it's almost like where you, if you could pick it on your strongest event. That... Yeah, but then Spain probably on paper would have been my strongest oh, event. right, of course, yeah. Okay. But, uh, okay, yeah, that, that, that's the way it goes. And um, yeah, we, we don't know what, what the plan will be for next year, but I think juniors... Juniors is just really attractive anyway because to call yourself a, a junior world champion is is a nice uh, title to have. So uh, it's something that I would like to achieve. But yeah, we we honestly don't know what the the plan is. Um, we've been doing some European championship rounds this year too, just to get a flavour of of that championship, and um, maybe that would be the route that we go next. But uh, we we will have to see. I was well. Obviously, I was going to come to that in a second. I think just last year, one last one. Obviously, last year, which was such an odd year anyway with COVID and stuff like that. Obviously, you started it with Sweden. You had that rather monumental off on Sweden, which obviously kind of put paid to the year. But uh, this will sound like a strange question, and by all means, slap me down. Was was the fact that how Sweden ended up last year, which enabled you to to kind of reset almost and kind of pause and go, do you know what? That's that that's not try and continue this that's 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 start afresh the following year do you think that actually was a little bit of a blessing and benefit of hindsight yeah i think it was a wake-up call that's for sure like that what i was currently doing i couldn't keep on doing and that i needed to to really put in more of an effort to make sure that sort of thing didn't happen again in terms of having a crash like that and uh you know, this season's been a lot better, a lot more consistent. Uh, you know, we've, okay, we've had a couple of moments here and there, but that, that comes with the pace that we're on. Um, but there's been no big surprises as such. And, uh, yeah, I think this year has been all about just redemption, really, for, for me. I didn't want to, uh, didn't want to end my, rally career like that um, with what happened in Sweden I think there was a high, high chance that that could have been my last ever uh, event and uh, that's what people would have probably remembered me for whereas this year this year I've managed to, to come back and uh, have a much stronger uh, performance and season and I think that's something that I can be proud of that I did manage to, to right the wrong as such and uh yeah, I think I think overall it's it's all worked out pretty nicely. But yeah, it would be nice to to, to top it off with winning the the championship. But uh, overall, it's been a really good year. You you mentioned the RC before. Obviously, you, you've appeared for 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 M Sport Poland in both the the, the Rally Three car and uh, the Rally Four car. Um, Maxek kind of calling you in to do a job. Does that must feel quite nice as well. The fact that you, you kind of trusted to do a role. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, I've, I've known M Sport Poland on Maciek for a long, long time now, and uh, I think Maciek always knew that I had good pace. But he he said quite a few times publicly that uh, this year that in the past I I just wasn't the complete driver and that. I didn't put in enough work, um, but this year he's really seen a, a big, 
a big difference in how I'm coming to the rallies and how, how my mindset is and the preparation that I've put in. So that's been really positive to hear from, from Magic. And, uh, yeah, there's there's been a couple of um, opportunities to, to go and do rallies with them this year in the European Championship. And, uh, yeah, it's been really nice to... To be offered those sorts of uh, sorts of deals, and um, it's also really good that we went and, and performed well as as well on those European rallies. Uh, so yeah, it is very nice. It's nice to be um, getting the the recognition because um, in the in the past it always it always felt like no matter what I had done, I never really uh, nothing ever really came of it, and that. It almost felt like I was invisible, if that makes sense. But now it, it feels like people are uh, taking more notice of what we we've done this year. So, but yeah, you think, really- but you think there's also an element of that. So again, sorry to cut across you, John. But do you think there's almost an element of that that your mindset and how you've applied yourself perhaps has been noticed, whereas maybe you know, as Matchek kind of alluded to, as you, you you've just quoted, so uh, that maybe that wasn't there so maybe people were looking but they weren't really prepared to perhaps engage because there was that there was something missing yeah yeah no i think that's that's 100 percent true um but at the time it was very hard to see that but uh i think yeah time time gives you especially time out of the car gives you uh time to think of what you can improve on and it helps you develop as a as a person and I had to go, go away and do, uh, other things with my life whenever I couldn't do, uh, rallying all the time. So I've done lots of different things that have improved me as a person. And I think, yeah, me, my, you know, personal skills, media skills and everything has got so much better. And, uh, also how I'm interacting with, with the people around me and, uh, sort of, yeah, always keeping positive no matter what's happening. I think all of that has has uh, added up to quite a big difference. So yeah, I can see I can see now how 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 I've changed and how that's been more recognised. But uh, yeah, there's still a long way to go, and hopefully we can uh, we can continue to do uh, a championship next year and, and build upon what we've done this year. But do you know what I was talking to? I was talking to Matt Edwards not so long ago about this, not on the podcast. Um, just, 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 just chit chatting. We were talking about obviously because he encounters so many drivers from obviously from a coaching side and stuff like that. And I think that the, the the analogy we came up with was to take the logic of somebody in their mid to late thirties and apply it and, and kind of install that into a seventeen year old. You'd be you'd be a winner you know you you, you could it would be so much easier to create a winner out of that perfect storm of somebody who's a little bit older a little bit wiser with the bravery um, of a 17 year old you're almost in that about to go into that perfect storm um, yeah yeah I was, I was i was kind of laughing at myself there because you're basically uh describing cali robin para <laughs> 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 but um yeah like it, it is quite it's quite surreal to, to look at those guys, the, you know, like, cause I know for me, how long it's taken for me to mature into what I am now. It's, it's surreal to look at the likes of Cali Robin Pair and 
Sammy, who I've been racing this year, who's only 19 as well, just how mature their mindset is compared to what I was at their age. So, but we're, all, but, but we're all different, mate. We're, you know, that, yeah. that's the thing. We are all different. That's the beauty of, of of life, really. I think a lot of it has to do with the team that you have around you as well. And uh, yeah, it. Uh, whenever I started rallying, it was always family run, and I never really had any uh, experienced people in in rallying by my side to guide me on what I should be doing right or wrong and what's the the correct processes. Um, I think that's something that would have really helped me whenever I was younger. But uh, I think it's funny you should mention, Matt, I think I've ne- never really had a tutor apart from one time I went with Matt Edwards to uh, snow rally rings. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm all pretty much all self-taught, uh, which... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I, do you know, I, I, I'm not just saying, I, I've often on over the years, I've worked with lots of different people. And I suppose, the, again, the benefits of being older, um, it does allow you to realise, and especially the level I've competed at, is that you, you can, you know, I came into it quite late. I came into it the same, the age you are now, as, as an mm. example, which is 20 odd years ago now. Um, but, what it does enable you to do is appreciate that the best players in any other sport have coaches. So Tiger Woods had a golf, you know, a swing coach. Um, Ronaldo has coaches at, you know, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Juventus. Messi had coaches. You can have natural ability, but having somebody that has the the ability to to take a step back and look at what you're doing and then kind of say, do you know you do this? Do you know you have this little tick or quirk or whatever when you turn in or you do this or you do that? And sometimes it can be a compliment. You go, that's actually really good. You know, you should probably work on that because that's actually a really good technique. Or another way might be, do you know if you weren't doing that, then you might get this instead of getting that result, as it were. So I, I'm a big believer in, in, in letting people take a look at, you know, I think I think one of the most amazing things I can remember from getting that, the first person I had a proper coach was Pensy Ricola at the left foot braking school. And I remember doing something in a handbrake turn, <clears throat> excuse me, and he stopped me. And he said, I've never seen that before. It wasn't anything revolutionary. It was just the way I kind of um, set the car up to come out of the, the handbrake turn. He said, I like the way you do that. He said, um, I think I'm going to try that. I was like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're, you're about 30 years into your career. Um, but for him to say that, now, it might have been just to give me a bit of confidence at the time, or indeed, it, it might have been genuine. Who knows? But, you know, the benefit of getting older is you, you tend to be a bit more of a sponge, I think, um, and be prepared to take stuff on. So, you know, all, all I'm saying, I'm not saying that you need coaching far from it, but uh, sometimes... Um, it might not do any harm just to let somebody else take a look. You know, what's what? What's yeah. the harm? What's the harm? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think that's probably one of the, the worst traits I have whenever I was younger uh, is that I, I didn't really have a concept of learning. I, I just thought I should, I should be able to do this now and 
I was trying to force being able to do everything all at once. But I think if you have the mindset that every rally you're learning something new and that uh, every day is a school day, then you will develop a lot quicker and you have to you have to look at all areas and, and figure what's what's working well and what's not working. And uh, yeah, I think that's been a, a big thing this year is just working with, with Phil and, and trying to assess what we're doing, what we're doing really well and what we could do better. And there's been lots of things that we've changed across the, the year that have, have really helped. And that's like, things in the pace notes that help Phil read them in a way that I want them delivered. So we will change certain words or uh, the the order that stuff comes together. Um, well, there's lots of other things, just even like time management on, on, on rallies. We tried to uh, really focus on, on getting the most out of, of that because this year in particular, I've, I've spent a lot of time working on on pace notes uh after the recce just going through them and, and refining everything to to make sure that it's all correct i think that's probably a bit of a hangover from the accident i had in sweden to be honest because that was a pace note issue but it gives me the confidence then if i go over everything and make sure everything's 100 percent correct um but in saying that, it's probably a bit of an issue at the same time. So it's trying to find the right the right balance and make sure you can get the the most out of everything. But yeah, if I had if I had to give any driver advice, it would be to always be open to to learning. And uh, I think if you can have someone helping you, then that's that's going to really help. But one of the biggest issues is that when you start out rallying you're always on a on a budget and the last thing that you want to consider is spend money on yourself um it's always spending on the car or the events um but i think you know fitness uh and everything around that is something you should be really focusing on and diet and nutrition um and also yeah if you can ha- afford to have someone helping you on the driver tuition side then it will uh Okay, but they, everything that they're telling you mightn't be mightn't be correct. If you can filter out that stuff, then you might find two or three or four things that is actually really, really good that you can use. So, um, yeah, that, that's really what you need to be doing. It's interesting before you use the word redemption. And I'm going to ask because obviously there's this... There's, there's, Obviously, there was this bizarre period where, not bizarre because it's what you had to do, but you became obviously a virtual real rally champion, which is being talked about till the cows come home. So I'm not really going to bog too much down on that because we've covered it, other people have covered it, and, and and everything else. But was there a was there a moment where you, using that word redemption, where you were back in the real world and you were back winning, and it was kind of like. Yeah, I've done that, but you know, please don't forget this is where it really came from. Yeah, I think there was a period where I think it still happens now where people people like to make up whatever story that suits them or suits their narrative of of what I've done or what I'm doing. So 
okay, the, the esports thing, it's, it's been fantastic, but it's also caused a bit of confusion. And, uh, when it's going well, then it's, it's good PR, but if it's not going well, then it's, um, it's quite quickly turned into quite negative, uh, stuff where people think I've only ever done esports and, uh, then when I had that big crash in Sweden, then there was, there was a lot of, um, let's say fake, fake news and, and stuff that was quite badly written, to be honest. But, oh, yeah. oh, the irony, just direct them to EWRC.com and it's got all our careers there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I, I just wanted to, I wasn't really annoyed about it all, but I, I obviously wanted to, to get back into, to real rallying to show what I could do more than anything. I, I knew there was a lot left in me. Um, I don't think that many people believed that I could have done what I'd done this year. Um, so I, I had to believe in myself and, uh, yeah, it was nice to, to achieve more in the real world than, uh, than I had done. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice to do that. This is Absolute Rally. Absolute Rally continues to be partnered by the Kielder Works team, who remain fully committed to the sport and are pioneers of the latest technology. Kielder cordless tools are tailored for all forms of competitive action. Go back to the future with the Kielder Works team. Welcome back to the next section of Absolute Rally. Um, one thing we've talked about repeatedly over the last two weeks, it feels like all of us on the podcast, is that um, we've, we've talked about a, you know this, this kind of glass ceiling almost, where you look at, and this is just as much for you as, as, as everybody else, really, that's, that's, that's trying to do what, what you've done and you're still trying to do. You look at someone like Andreas Mikkelsen, who became European Rally Champion and WRC2 Champion pretty much, you know, one week after the other, and you wonder where Andreas is going to go next. How would you how would you process that as as somebody that's still fighting to get into those positions? That you know, do you still do you, do you see a glass ceiling? I, I'm guessing you don't because you know we I can imagine that to be quite demotivating, really. Yeah, I think in the back of your mind, you know, it's it's quite difficult to get to the highest. The highest level, which would be driving for a manufacturer team, uh, there's there's not that many seats available compared to what there was in the 90s or early 2000s. But there's always that chance, and I think if you're if you're a true rally driver, you'll always hold on to that chance, and you won't let it go. So, yeah, I mean, I know how hard it's, it's going to be to get to to that point. I think. There's lots of other championships and things that you can do and opportunities that you can get as a, as a rally driver without getting into the WRC. But the ultimate goal would be to, to be in, uh, rally two or, uh, WRC one. Um, but yeah, we will have to see. I think I, I think my main focus is, is really to, to just keep progressing and try to win a championship actually because okay I haven't really won a big championship yet and it would be nice to to add something to my CV so yeah it's uh, it's always I think it's having 
it's having a big goal and then you can have lots of smaller goals that you want to take off the list and uh, that keeps you going um but ultimately like i said if if that's been your dream which it, which it has been for me then you probably won't let go of it until uh until you know it's definitely definitely not going to happen which will which will be a few more years yet well that's good to know but if if i if i can give uh, a john armstrong any advice try and enjoy the journey as well yeah yeah that's that's what i was sort of that's what i was sort of pointing at was like just enjoy what you're doing and have and have smaller goals that you can take off um and i think that that just keeps you going uh so yeah there's lots of stuff that you can achieve in rallying you don't have to you don't have to you know get uh, get them all ticked off the list but there's lots of goals that you can try and achieve and i think as many as you can achieve as possible is is better than none do you see some opportunity obviously the the, the the things are about to change a little bit now obviously with the promoter you know the, the erc and wrc all being under the same promoter now obviously there's some change over you know uh, with the european rally championship a championship which obviously you've appeared in this year and previously as well um do you think it's uh, do you think there's fresh opportunity now now that there's there's a new promoter there uh it's interesting that uh yeah i i think that it will be quite different than the current uh erc that that we know i think there'll be a bit more spotlight on it and one of the unique things about the erc is that rally two is the premier uh class so for you to be the, the superstar, let's say, of, of those events is a bit more affordable than being the superstar of a WRC event. So, so yeah, I think that's a good route to go down. Uh, I think, especially with the WRC promoter owning the European Championship now, owning the rights to it, that there will be a, a more shared, uh, I don't know what the right term is, but everything will be a lot closer together than what it currently is so yeah it'll be interesting to see how it develops next year but uh, i do see it as as a place to be if you um if you want to grow as a driver in pace and also grow your your brand and uh, and be a, a superstar of, of events good man good man um a couple of things before, because obviously we've, we've been afforded a little bit of time just to generally have a, a bit more of a chat than normal as well. But <laughs> um, what 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 what's happening? Are we are we out of a car now for the rest of the year? Is everything now getting ready for next year, or or, or could there be a fleet in appearance by by a fresh face? I noticed the beard's gone, John. Uh, John Armstrong yeah. uh, somewhere else. Yeah, the beard went. Uh yeah, it's gone. I feel I felt like being a junior. I, sh- I shouldn't have a beard. So it's a that was, you know, it's absolutely a great point. That that was uh, that was what I, I decided to do. And thankfully, I still have have hair on top. Um, so <laughs> that 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 allowed me. To, I'm jealous. <laughs> that allowed me to look like a junior. So so yeah. Um, but uh, I think. Okay, okay. The the main goal was the, the junior WRC this year, and, and focusing on trying to win that has probably delayed planning on 2022. So that's something I'll be focusing on now to see what we can do. Um, but uh, the, there may be one more event this year for me as well. Um, so yeah, hopefully that'll be uh, apparent 
very soon. Uh, but yeah. Sounds exciting, John. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. Uh, considering, I think, since 2017, I'd only done, before this year, I'd only done like four rallies. So this will be my... Uh, this will be my eighth, eighth rally this year, so it's quite quite good. It's a good turnaround. I'm very, very excited uh, because I'm putting two and two together and I'm, 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 I'm thinking Italy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm thinking it's, Italy. It, it, it was, yeah, it, it's a possibility. Okay. It's a possibility, but we'll see. We'll Let's see. not get you into trouble, John. Let's not get you into trouble. So we won't, yeah. go, we won't go any further there. Um, you you engaged obviously um, people you've worked with, um, obviously the likes of Code Masters and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen some of the videos that have came out throughout the year. The guys there have to be happy with the work that you've done for those for them as well. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a bit of a crazy year because it's quite new. It's quite new for everyone involved in the project that we've done, um, being involved in real life motorsport and, and rallying. So, I think it's been a it's been a bit of a learning year for them, and we've had lots of ups and downs. But I think the performance that we've had and the engagement that we've had via being via doing so well, it's been been amazing. And uh, yeah, we've. Uh, We've got a lot of content to to use from this year that we intend on on uh, pushing out. So um, it's going to be really nice once we once we get those assets uh, assets done and we can release them. I think it's going to be something quite uh, engaging and, and different. Um, so yeah, it's it's been brilliant and I uh, can't thank can't thank everyone enough that's been involved. Uh, you know, all of our partners and sponsors that. That helped make the the season happen. Uh, it, it's been it's just been brilliant to to be given a full season. So so yeah, hopefully we can we can build upon it next year and uh, and continue to have uh, have fun on the stages. Top man, top man. Well, uh, John, I don't know if you know. Uh, well, you probably do know. It is the penultimate round um, of both the the British Rally Championship this coming week, and also obviously um, the the uh, the 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 BTRDA as well. I haven't been in a car jump for ages. I'm actually out on the Cambrian this weekend. So top tips, top tips. <laughs> out of the car for ages, mate. What do I do? Listen to your co-driver. That's that's number one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Make sure you make sure you drive to the notes. But um, yeah, just just enjoy it. I think that's the main thing. And the times will come. Uh, I think it could be a, quite a slippy rally. From what I from what I heard, there's going to be a bit of rain, so uh, yeah. It's North just, Wales. It's it's yeah. it's the end of October. It's guaranteed. Yeah, I think uh, the one of the main things though is just keep the car in the ruts, especially the front wheel drive car. Just try to keep keep the front wheels in the ruts that will be made by the four wheel drive cars. And if you do that, that's half the battle. You don't really have any big moments on gravel. Then if you can keep keep the front in in the ruts and. Uh, yeah, just try and drive nice and smooth, and uh, the times will come. But Top, the main thing is enjoy it. That's number one. 
Yeah, mate, we've got, we, we've got to, have you, you know, I, I, it was a clumsy way of getting into it. I've, I don't know whether you, you, you've kept an eye on obviously the British Valley Championship, but you've got, um, you've got Matt Edwards and Oshan Price, both, of, both of this parish on a regular basis going at it, kind of hammer and tong. These obviously a slightly shorter events than what we remember from, from the heydays, but that's not to get, you know, too sidetracked here. You've got, Two guys who are, in, in loose possible terms, obviously teammates, both in the same cars. Um, where do you see where do you, where do you see this going? It's difficult to say. I think if you're if you're a betting man, uh, you would go with Matt on the basis that he's won the championship. Is it two, two or three times? Two times. So, two, times two times in, in the top, yeah, and one group N. Yeah. And the last time they'd done the Cambrian, he also won it as well. Uh, so that that's, yeah, you know, Matt, Matt knows what to do. And I think from what I've seen this year, he's also a bit more comfortable with the polo than the one Oshin is. But I think when it comes down to a straight out battle like that, both drivers know what, what they need to do. And uh, even if you, even if everything's not gelling, um, with the car and the setup and whatever else, you still you just push as hard as you can, and, and anything can can happen. So, so yeah, I think it'll be an interesting battle to, to follow. Um, obviously, there's other other quick drivers that are going to the rally too that can get into the mix and potentially gap uh, one one of the championship rivals to the other. Um, but I think I've seen it's Matt's Joker rally yeah, as well, is, so he'll, yeah. he'll he'll be wanting to really make make use of that but um hopefully the championship stays going until the ulster because i think that'll be a, a nice battle there too i tell you what john i'm, I'm glad i was just going to go there obviously ulster's an event you know very well um you've you've put some sparkling times uh on ulster back in the day in the little r2 car but um ulster in november <laughs> I just think is just a complete and utter massive curveball for anybody going over because I think when we used to do Ulster John it would have been would we have been doing it around August time back in the day? Yeah, it used to run in August. So yeah. I think I, I don't know well you'll obviously remember what Rally Ireland was like because it always happened in November or I think it was Nove- November in 2007 Rally Ireland <laughs> happened and 2009 it was January and both times it was just a complete uh, well, I, remember it, I remember the rain because Niall McShay obviously we all know very well and I speak to Niall still quite a lot Niall was in the Proton uh, and it absolutely smashed everybody to pieces and through through basically you know the phone book went out the window I was like Jesus what what where's this come from and unfortunately yeah. it was some water that had got in the car that had got into a sensor which probably robbed him of that would have been probably you know if he kept it on the road obviously as well um possibly one of his greatest ever performances yeah that was unbelievable but like you said the conditions were really really bad so so yeah um if, if the conditions will be like that it's going to be a very challenging event and uh, there's usually a lot of mud uh that's that's on the roads too just with the cutting and um, and everything so so yeah it's quite challenging but okay the Ulster rally it moves around quite a lot too um, every couple of years it sort of moves locations and, and the stages get different so 
that that keeps it a bit uh, a bit new for everyone. Um, but I think it'll be a, a really difficult and challenging event, but uh, something quite quite interesting. And uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully we get a WRC event next year. But I'm not sure not sure how that's going. But that will be very nice. Well, there's a gap in the calendar, isn't it? The calendar's come out, and it's it's in that I think it's, it is in that August time. So. As you yeah. say, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Listen, John, before I let you go, as I say, I was going to always talk to you about other stuff as well. Do you see the story with regards to Nicholas Chrysler? Um, obviously, one, um, you, obviously you were out there as well, and, and we'll talk about, well, I want to talk about Hungary, but just before we get to your performance and what, what your role was there as well, obviously he'd won the events and then picked up this 15-minute penalty for not slowing down enough. Um, have you seen this story at all? Yeah, I, I, I did see it, and... Uh I think we've all we've all been in situations like that where you come across someone stopped on stage and and it isn't very clear what you should do uh, and you have to make a, a split second decision and okay this time he did get it wrong uh, because the the navigator had uh, broken ribs I think so so yeah he obviously should have stopped but it's uh it's one of those things. I think you, if there's any doubt, you should always try to stop because you'll always get your time back. Um, you'll get a nominal time. So it's just a, an unfortunate thing. Uh, I think it is really hard to make that call because we all know what it's like when you're in the zone and you're just trying to go as fast as you can. And pretty much every stage, you're going to, if you're running down the fields, you're going to see someone retired. So it's, it's it's difficult. It is difficult, but it's a big shame for him to lose that that rally win because I think yeah. he did really he did really deserve it. And uh, he's always very fast, but he doesn't always get get the results. Get and the breaks. This weekend, it all worked out for him, and it's been taken taken away from him. But yeah, it was a super challenging event. Probably one of the hardest that I've done. Uh, the the roads are. They're always changing. You always have a different type of surface uh, of tarmac, but also you've got gravel sections thrown in in the mix too. And uh, the the actual the flow of the stages changes a lot too. You've got some very wide, fast sections, and then you go on to more narrow parts in the forest uh, that is very slippery and and really with the tr- with the tree. Line, it's very hard to see the road as well because it's so dark under the trees. So I was, yeah, it was just super challenging, um, but uh, quite enjoyable to to get to the finish uh, of an event like that. It's an achievement in its own. But we we personally were very happy with our pace. And okay, my my pace notes were a little bit too cautious uh, in some areas. Um, just didn't didn't really have the best racky, but we we updated that as the rally went on. We we after each loop we tried to update anything that was obvious and stuff that we could improve, and that really helped. Uh, but yeah, we we had really good pace, and it was good to to get the one two for M Sport Poland with the Rally Four Fiesta, uh, especially against the the other manufacturers. That was was really nice and something that I know for for Maciek it's it's brilliant for him to show the the pace of the the Ford Fiesta Rally 4 and um, yeah show that it's a a really competitive car in the class happy days happy days John 
Believe it or not, that's nearly an hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe well, that? Well, ho- hopefully people enjoy listening to us. I uh, think so. I think otherwise, so. Otherwise, it'll be a, a massive waste of, uh, <laughs> of time. It's an hour of our lives. We'll never yeah. get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's been norm- fun. Normally, John, uh, at this point, if you've been on um, and you have been on before, normally we'd do in any other business at this point. So you're possibly ill-prepared for this, but I'm going to ask you if you've got any other business. Uh, my any other business, I think, will have to be related to next year and the new the new WRC cars because there's more and more videos coming out and more uh, talks and rumors and and feedback from the drivers and it's all it. I just think it's all very fascinating. Like no one knows how it's going to go. No, no one knows who's got the best car or the best drivers. Uh, equipped to deal with these new changes and, and the strategy involved. So, so yeah, I, I just think next year is going to be a bit, uh, a bit mind blowing, really, just to see how it all unfolds. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's they just, don't seem they don't seem quiet, John, and they don't seem slow. Yeah, but have you seen the video where where uh, I think it came out yesterday where Hyundai they they have driving down a road section. And it comes into the roundabout on on the engine on the internal combustion engine, and then it just switches off into the electric mode. Um, I thought that was just pretty cool. Just it's just it, it's going into the future a bit more, isn't it? It just it feels it feels it feels just right for the time that we're in. I uh, I think uh, I must I've enjoyed obviously the Hyundai one only came out yesterday. We we, we feel like we've been inundated with. With M Sport stuff, I think M Sport are almost creating almost a, a documentary series at the moment of these behind the scenes videos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Craig, Craig's very much part of that. Um, getting his hot water in, I think, has been really important for him to make his cups of tea. Um, just following <laughs> up with, which is great. I love, I love all that. I, I, if ever there was a perfect marriage, is them two. Because you know there's a bit of a mischievous side of Craig as well, so uh, <laughs> love all that, love all that. Um, my AOB this week is we, we we mentioned the Camry and just um, if you are out on the stage, the spectators are allowed, um, which is great. Just obviously just just try and be sensible because we haven't really had proper spectator stages for, for for a little while. If you are out watching and you are listening to this, of course, always tweet us by the way or send us a message to say listening to the show while I'm watching the rally because I think that's just like the perfect storm isn't it um, if you do see us if you are if you if you do see us around by all means give us a wave um, looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to seeing just how the uh, just just I, I, haven't, I haven't I haven't raced any of the quick kids for a while so it'll be good to good to see where we're at um, but this is John you know you talk about not doing um, a lot of rallies in you know for, for a period of time I'm actually my attempt if I can keep things shiny side up this will be three rallies and three weekends Nice. That's 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 better than what I've just done. I've done two in two weekends. But yeah, I'm not showing off, John. Obviously, three, not showing off. Three. That's pretty mega. You, yeah. You'll probably you'll probably be sick of it by the by the end of the third one. I would say. Um, Joe, I think I'm I'm really look. I've never done um I've never done that in. I think this. I think probably you know two in a month maybe. But you know, it's been like a five week month where you have those kind of anonymous kind of months where it feels like it's like four and a half weeks whatever it may be I think I've done that but to go from weekend to weekend to weekend um, I think it's going to be great I, I, I'm genuinely looking forward to it but I must admit probably by the end of it the list of jobs I'll have to do when I get home <laughs> as well 
we'll probably keep you busy for the next six months, so I probably won't be in a rally car again. But um, but no, so there you go. So if you do see us, by all means say hello. Uh, if you are listening to us, as I say while you're watching the event, by all means drop us a absolute underscore rally at Twitter. That'd be great. Or studio at absolute rally uk. But John, um, I can't wait to find out what's going to happen next. So when you can tell us, just drop me a message. as a good lad. Yeah, will do. And thanks for having me on, Tony. It's been been a lot of fun. Well, you've been our boy, haven't you? You've been our boy <laughs> this year again. So, you know, it'd be rude not to. It'd be rude not to. Uh, but folks, it, that has been Absolute Rally for this week. Episode 8, Season 24. Without, of course, our friends at Kiel, that we wouldn't be here. So if you can show them some love, that would be fantastic. And we'll be back same time, same place. Need a podcast hold next week. Absolute Rally. Powered by the Kiel Works team. Spread the word and download the podcast every week. 